Hello, hello, and welcome to Adapter Pals, where we take your favourite superhero team and adapt them into the MCU. My name is Jack, aka A Forgotten Donor, and joining me, as always, it's me, Dustin, aka Dustin. How you doing? I switched up the I switched up the beginning for a little bit. I liked it. It was a bit oh, interesting. Thank you. There. Yeah. I'm gonna just say this off, off off the top. Morbius strikes again. <laughs> it's Morbin time. Because <laughs> I have COVID, <laughs> and hey, I'm blaming yeah. Morbius. I think we should continue to. Bl- you have Doctor Michael Morbius disease. <laughs> That's the one, yeah, yeah, the rare blood disease, I'm gonna go turn myself into a vampire. Um, I, there yeah, I am so... bashing at the door going, what, give it to me, please, isn't it good? And you're like, no. And I'm like, no, I'm so buff and amazing and ripped and you, <laughs> and, and anyways. Um, what a fantastic film. A fantastic yeah, so, film. Uh, so today, as Jack said, we're gonna take a, one of, like a famous superhero team and put them into the MCU. So, without further ado, join us as we ask the question... The Fantastic Four, MCUable. Oh, that's what that's the title. I hadn't come up with the title yet. Oh, MCUable. I like MCUable. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That is good. I think. Um, but first, tell fan- us a little bit about. Oh no. I was going to say the Fantastic Four is Marvel's like first family. The, um, that's often their name. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So before the Avengers, before the Justice League. Actually, I don't think that that's true. That was a joke, but. Around the Justice League? The yeah, Justice League came in the same later time. than you expect, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so before, like, the Avengers and the X-Men and all the, the famous ones we know, there was the Fantastic Four, and that is comprised of four... What? Fantastic individuals. Oh, but also so many more, but sometimes four. Yeah, because, like, sometimes Spider-Man is in there and he's the bombastic bag man. Um, the best character. <laughs> there's an action figure of him coming out. I'm really excited. <laughs> I love a bombastic bag, man. I was gonna. I was trying to think of a joke to like be like the four interesting or phenomenal individuals, but um, I <laughs> we use end. every word but fantastic. Yeah. The phenomenal so you got. Four. So basically, their uh, their like origin story is they're like four scientists, or occasionally three scientists and their friend uh, Ben. Um, <laughs> so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so. They're four scientists. They, uh, they they go exploring. They want to do an experiment up in space or somewhere. Um, I haven't read the, any of the comics. Um, I'll get into what research I did for this. Oh yeah, because you did um, some. <clears throat> I did a bit of research. Yeah, so they basically they go and they do some experiment, which then goes wrong and imbues them all with superpowers. So you've got Mister Fantastic is a man who can stretch. You got. Uh, Sue Storm, the invisible woman, whose name is fairly self-explanatory. Um, and she has force fields. And she, she can make two. force she fields. She's the one like, with um, two. She's like Violet from uh, The Incredibles. Yeah. yeah. Legit, a lot the of these power. are The Incredibles. Like, yeah. Um, oh, that's why people say that The Incredibles is a really great Fantastic Four film. Yeah, it really is. Uh, yeah. like, to be honest, it's <laughs> what it should be. Yeah. Um, and they even have like very similar costumes. Uh, so mm-hmm. then you've got uh, Johnny Storm, uh, aka The Human Torch. Uh, he lights on fire and can fly. Pretty cool stuff. And then... And he can become got... Captain America. That's his other power. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. He that's can it. become a skateboarder who's in movies and then Captain America. It's good. It's really good. It is really good. Um, and then you've got the unfortunately named and kind of meanly named The Thing. Which it's is their so... friend. It's their friend, Ben. And <laughs> he's so... And he's oh. a rock monster. I love him. And, like... 
yeah, I love Ben Grimm. He was probably my favourite character, and then it was Johnny Storm. Um, yeah, he's fun. Yeah, so Ben Grimm, he's a big rock monster, and they all get fun names. Mr. Fantastic calls himself Mr. Fantastic, and then they just call their friend The Thing. Which, what a lose! Like, he has the lamest power, too. And yeah. to then, the goal of him to be like, I'm Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. I can stretch into a ball. Shut up. I can do. I can stretch. I'm I can become boy. spaghetti, and then my head explodes. Spoilers. Exactly. Anyway, it's just like I'm like, and it, so basically, my research for this podcast. Yeah, I don't Tell know much about, about, the, about the four. Um, I was like, what am I going to do? What should I? I'm like, you know what? This is a good excuse to try and watch those all those Fantastic Four movies. I've been doing like movie binges over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. Um. So I was like, well, hey, you got a lot of more free time to do so. Well, now I do, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. So, I did, um, so I watched Fantastic Four, the 2005 film by Tim Story. It was mm. alright. Not bad, I don't think. It was very, like, 2000s and a little bit cringe. I remember, because um, I was seven when it came out, really liking right. it when I was seven. Yeah, that makes that's sense. That's all I got. <laughs> I just, like, I didn't hate it. I was like, this is not good, but... It was very much an early 2000s superhero movie. I mm. love the costumes, though. Um, the casting I'm... for everyone but Invisible Woman's really good. Yes. Invisible Definitely. Woman. Look, Jessica Alba is many things, but a genius scientist? I don't particularly see it. And Chris... also, like... Oh, sorry. No, you go, you go. I was going to say, that those films are not kind to her. Um, no, I, I assumed anyway. not, but... Yeah, it really upsets me, because um, I have also seen Rise of the Silver Surfer some years ago, watched it on a plane, and uh, I hated it. Um, yeah, it's not good. <laughs> you ever been on a plane and hoped it would crash? That was me <laughs> after uh, watching Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, <laughs> and fair. Um, but no, like, Michael Chiklis is really good as the He's thing. He's really good, yeah. I still, when I think of Mr. Fantastic, think of, I can never pronounce his name. It's Eowon, uh, Yoan, Yoan Grufford. He has the look. He does, he looks exactly like him. He just looks perfect. Um, Chris Evans is a weird choice, only because of what he is now. But yes, he plays it well. Yeah. See, I was watching it, and I was like, I think that the thing and... Johnny Storm are my favourite characters because the thing actually has like an emotional, like really, mm. really good emotional character arc that they don't use enough of. I believe some of it probably got cut out or something. But um, then Johnny Storm, he's just this massive dick, and I could get behind him all the time because <laughs> he has the most ridiculous scenes. Like he's, they wake up after the accident. I really yeah. like that. Like it's not gritty, and and we'll get into why I hate gritty stuff with the with Fent Forstick, but um. <laughs> so it's not like it's all very like nice and they're like wow like we've had this amazing experience but also it's like we need to help ourselves but Johnny Storm he's like he's always been a rebel and like his introduction seems like on a motorbike so you know he's a it's cool so rebel. cheesy it's um, so cheesy yeah I remember then, so much of that film and then he's like he wakes up in the hospital with then uh, the nurse is helping is like looking after him he just starts like hitting on her in the most awful way and everything <laughs> it is really uncomfortable and like he is like she uh she scans him and he's like got a really high temperature and, goes, and she goes oh wow you're very hot and he goes oh thanks babe you too and i'm like <laughs> shut up i love it um, he's such a dick so then he invites her like snowboarding and because they're in switzerland yeah, yeah. um i guess 
and there's just this long action sequence which is just this epic the most 2000s thing in the world yeah (laughs) and i'm like the movie pauses to have an extreme sports segment it's so good it's so good but then it pauses another (coughs) sorry um not gonna edit that out i'm Um, if you cough i'm not gonna edit it just okay yeah yeah, let's let's begin here with if there's a bunch of coughing i might but otherwise yeah yeah, look we're just gonna cough it sorry listeners yeah he got the covid so then, it like another twenty or thirty minutes later, the movie pauses again to have another extreme sports section with Johnny Storm where is he's doing he's motorbike, motorbike stuff, and I'm like, this is so fucking stupid, and I love it. But then <laughs> you, missed, anytime... you missed the best part with the snowboarding. He catches on fire. He does, and then like melts a hole in the ice. And yep. then he's just like, jacuzzi, come in. Yeah, and he's naked, and she is like, <laughs> She's like mm. I She's want a bit it. of that. She's like, yeah. I, oh, my patient has, who I've already established, has a dangerously high temperature, has literally just self-combusted, spontaneously combusted, made a hot tub. It's time for sex. It's, it's, it's the dumbest so, thing. It's so perfect. And that's why I loved him. I'm like, this guy is in a completely different movie. Um, that's so good. And it was fun. And then, yeah, like, Michael Chiklis is the thing. He was really, really great. Like, he had a lot of really, really good scenes. And his arc was cool. Um, so then after watching Fantastic Four, I was like, I'm not going to watch Rise of the Silver Surfer. I hated it last time. I don't think I could sit through it again. No, God, no. So I thought... A really good Stan Lee watch... cameo. Sorry, just quickly. Yes! Do you remember the Stan Lee cameo for Rise of the Silver Surfer? Yeah, he's... Oh, no, I don't. What's that one? Because he's Willy Lumpkin in the uh, in Fantastic Four. That was a good one. In Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Also, Lawrence Fishburne as uh, Silver Surfer's Silver Surfer. incredible. Yeah. Wasted, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Um, it's Sue and Reed's wedding. And uh... Stan Lee's trying to get in. He's like, I'm on the list! Check my name again! I'm on the list! And they're like, come uh, on, old funny. man, get out of here. It was really good. That's... It was a cute one. That's funny. But yeah, that's, sorry, yeah, continue. Yeah, well, so then after that, I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch the second one. Why would you? And then I saw the Fantastic... Because I'm on Disney+, Plus, I recommends Fantastic Four, the animated series from 1994. Oh, okay. That's not where I thought you headed there. And I'm like, I'll watch an episode, because I'd been listening to another thing, and they sort of talked about, um, like, Namor. And I saw the mm-hmm. episode about Namor the Submariner, and I thought, well, Namor's mm. coming out soon in potentially Black Panther 2... He's a different villain to Doctor Doom. Um, let's have a so I thought, look at Namor. Let's watch it. And it's this. Tw- it felt like thirty minutes. Like I thought they cram a lot into twenty minutes back in the day, um, yeah. because it's this whole little story and it's super dumb. So basically, this scientist. <laughs> so for some reason, the Fantastic Four just know that there's something. There's some shit about to go down at the uh, at the, uh, the the science center. Cool. Um, and they know, despite nothing having happened yet. Um, so <laughs> good, there is good. a scientist, and he's giving a, a speech about pollution and how awful it is. And then he reveals that I am Namor, the king of the ocean, the key, and everything. And he starts <gasps> just <coughs> he starts just wrecking people. And he has got a giant squid that he's brought. And um, calamari. Yeah, so he just, like, he's all of a sudden this cheesy villain, and I love his costume. He's just in underwear, and he's got oh, little wings on his ankles. So it's just amazing, and I'm like, please do that in the film. Um, no, look, come on. There's some so, There's some that you just can't, and I don't think that's... I don't think you can get away with that. 
I think you can't get away with the little wings. Um, no, no, that is the main offender. Yeah, him in like scaled underwear. Hell yeah. So, <coughs> but but so then, it needs to have meaningless lines and patches. Yeah, absolutely. The scaled underwear with a bunch of patches. Perfect. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then the Fantastic Four rock up and they immediately start like fighting him and you know pretty cool use of all the powers. But then he like <coughs> he gets he grabs Sue Storm and he's like choking her and then he's like, wow such beauty <laughs> and he just like instantly becomes like the biggest simp for sue storm yeah um, he, that's him yeah and so he like devises a plan to go and like kidnap her um there's a bunch of political drama down in um in atlantis very reminiscent of the aquaman film where like um his like underling dude wants to take the throne and like mm-hmm. so his underling guy his name is um can't remember doesn't matter he's like, deeply in love with, uh, Namor's, like, she's not even his girlfriend, it's just, like, the only other woman in Atlantis, because there's three people in Atlantis. (laughs) Um, Classic. She's, like, in love with Namor, but he doesn't see anything in her, because he wants Sue Storm. Um, and so, so, his, like, underling advisor dude is all like, oh, I love you, lady. I hate that I'm blanking on the names because they were really funny names. Um, <laughs> it's fine. It's weird scene. Yeah, yeah. So then they, so they, then like when Namor kidnaps Sue, the chick is all like, "Well, I don't want him anymore." So she goes and devises a plan to get with his uh, his advisor dude, mm-hmm. who throws eels as weapons. It was rather cool. Um, that's that's um all about that, but I hate it. Yeah, it was really funny. Like, he has, like, an eel, and then it stiffens. <laughs> like a spear? <laughs> like a spear, and then he throws it. <laughs> oh, so comics then, suck. Yeah, um, this is a lot. Like like I said, a lot in 20 minutes. So then mm. they attack the surface, and they keep referring to the humans at one point as the Earth people. And I'm like, you're Wait. all Earth yeah. people. Yeah, <laughs> in a second. So they, they also call them, like, the air breathers and land dwellers. I'm Those like, that make makes sense. sense. But yeah, when they referred to them as the Earth people, I'm like, you're all from Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dummies. The, um, the Earth people. Not like me. I live in Australia. <laughs> like, yeah. what? What do you mean? And it was just, like, really, really funny. So, like, they go and attack the land, and Namor doesn't like that because he doesn't want to attack. He's trying to find a peaceful resolution with by marrying Sue, but it's very creepy because he's all like, you will be mine, you'll marry me no matter what. And she's like, no, I'm married to Reed Richards. He goes, no. Oh, don't like that. Don't like that. It's really uncomfortable. And I'm like, please just bring all this. And you'll do better. Yeah, so it was really, really funny. And so then they attack and then the Fantastic Four, they fight the armies. And it's like a comic book thing, which I kind of love, but also kind of hate. But it's also 20 minutes where... They just off-screen develop a weapon to stop the bad guys. Classic. So Mr. Fantastic, because he's a genius, he's like, I've developed this uh, this beam that can... The ultimate nullifier. Goodbye, up their water. Yeah. And then he's also like another bit, he's like, I developed this thing that allows allow us to breathe underwater for three hours. And it's <laughs> like, oh, cool. And then like he, it's like, hey, Johnny Storm, have this watch. And Johnny Storm's like, uh, cool, I guess. And then it turns out it's thermite, but, like, none, none of this stuff is explained. Because um, <laughs> he needs to burn underwater at one point. Um, it's a cool. It's cool. It was a fun action sequence where he's, like, burning underwater and he goes and, like, wrecks uh, Namor's shit. But, um... This, which yeah, Fantastic so, Four cartoon was this? It's a 1994 one. Right. 
had a killer intro song, by the way. It does. It does. Fantastic yeah. Four. And it's all, yeah, Fantastic Four. And then it's, it's all the like, Mr. Fantastic can stretch, and Invisible Woman goes invisible, and Johnny Storm. <laughs> Johnny is the human torch. And then it's and like, the and thing the thing just, just likes to fight. To fight. Um, I'm like, that's All me. day long. Um, dun, 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 dun. I had such a, a good song. I had a DVD with two episodes, so I know that theme oh, hell off yeah. by heart. <laughs> I love those old DVDs that just like come with two or three It was two episodes, episodes and it, they both sucked. It was great. <laughs> I'm just having a drink. You're all good. So what else yeah. What else happened in this episode? Tell me the So end. then they like, they all, so like Namor becomes like a good guy. Like they sort of work it out with him and they stop the bad guys. But my favorite bit by far was the Fantastic Four, they use a laser beam that's like a, it's a, a microwave beam to dry up the water in the, in the fish army's helmets. So they right. just start suffocating them and send them like packing. And I'm like, that's grim. The thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's, that's like really dark. Like it was a thing, yeah. I think in, in the Justice League film and maybe in Aquaman where they were like smashing people's helmets and water was coming out. But I'm like, for like a for like 1984 I'm like the Fantastic Four could stop these guys any other way but they're like we have to suffocate them <laughs> we gotta dude yeah and it was really funny so then they resolve it and they um Namor's offside a girl she gets impaled by one of these uh, eels from the bad guy cause she betrays him and she's like I've only ever loved you Namor and uh, everyone's a simp then they just have another do everything device which heals her up um Hooray! It's, yeah, it's, it's good stuff. I had a good time. Um, and then... And Yeah, then. have you seen Fantastic? I saw Fantastic in theatres. Wow! I went to see it. I was a big fan of uh, Josh Trank's last movie, Chronicle. Right. And heard what a hot mess this was becoming behind the scenes. Right. Should we do the behind the scenes first or after your opinion? Because you know all the well, story want, behind it. I know a lot of it. Like, I know that it's, like, creative differences and difficulties and mm-hmm. all the like. I don't know the exact, like, thing that happened. It feels like it was a shit show. Yeah. Uh, this is all allegedly, reportedly, you know, all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, like, Josh Trank went from Chronicle, which was him and uh, wonderfully talented, but also just absolute shit cunt Max Landis, allegedly. Oh. Um, they did Chronicle, great, really great superhero fan footage film. Yep. They had a, all the freedom in the world, and then he was approached, hey, do you want to direct this new fan four stick, you know, taking it in a darker direction? And he could not take all the meddling in the studio and all yeah. that kind of stuff. There are reports of him walking out on, on set, trashing his yeah. apartment multiple times. I had, like, a big meltdown. Yeah. Big meltdown. They had extensive reshoots, which I'm sure you noticed in watching it, that... Oh, yeah. Uh, Invisible Woman's hair goes from, like, a brownie, like, kind of brown oh, to blonde to I a... I didn't notice it, but yeah, I have seen this. There um, is there is a one scene where she walks in one door with a brown hair with blonde... Going, like, transitioning into blonde to a stark blonde wig. Oh, weird. In, like, the one scene. Because there were just really so funny. many reshoots, so many... So much shit... They had to readjust a lot of the story because fan backlash, of course. Yeah. Because how dare you name someone Domachev instead of Doom? 
Ah, right. So originally, that was, yeah, that was, was the villain's be called, name was yeah. going to be Victor Domachev, and so, that leaked. I had heard that the that his that Victor Von Doom wasn't called Von Doom, and no, then I was, was looking Domachev. out for it in the film, and I'm like, oh, it's just Von Doom. Maybe yes. it's going to. And I was thinking maybe there's going to be like a bit later on where he goes, actually, my name is Domachev, and Von Doom is some cruel thing that everyone came up with, <laughs> because because there's that great line. I say mm-hmm. great, but I mean terrible. Um, mm-hmm. Where uh, he's like, "Oh, the world's gonna end, and you all suck, or whatever." Early on, and then Sue Storm goes, "Oh, Doctor Doom over here," and I'm and and I'm like, "Surely they're bullying him, and they've got it from some other name." But no, his name is just Doom in the movie, so he yeah. was gonna be called Domachev. So that that joke is ruined because his yeah. name is literally Doctor Doom. Yeah. Originally, he was Domachev. It leaked. It was then poorly ADR'd in a lot of the time, uh, and yes. they had to like reshoot to call him Victor Von Doom. Yeah. So then that joke of "Oh, Doctor Doom over here," that makes sense if his name isn't Doom, but yeah. otherwise it's just like, "Oh, Mister Coldwell over here." <laughs> yeah. I saw yeah. a really funny bit of um, ADR, which is funny because like the line is, I'm pretty sure, exactly the same, but like mm. it, it's just Michael B. Jordan doesn't he like the the dialogue doesn't line up with his the way his mouth is moving <laughs> yeah but like you can see that his mouth forms those words and i'm like what's going on here so i think it's like um when he meets reed richards for the first time so when um when johnny meets reed he's like he says something like um oh hey buddy i'll help you out with that and i'm like that looked really odd and i rewound <laughs> it a couple of times i'm like is that ADR? is it not i'm really not sure um I think the fact that it's making me question is a bad thing. Absolutely. Apparently, um, Josh Trank was locked out of the editing room. Like, he had no say over oh, anything. They got another director, to my knowledge, to, like, film a lot of reshoots, because it was just a shit show. Just weird. an absolute... And so, this was a, like, release the Trank cut before... He yeah, was the Snyder before Snyder. Yeah. Where he's like, there is an excellent version of Fantastic Four out there. You'll never see it. Yeah. So here's what I think of the movie. Oh, hang on. First, before you say that, fantastic casting. Can I just say that quickly? I think all the cast is incredible. I think that... Oh, okay, never mind. Oh, maybe not. in the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wasted for sure. Michael B. Jordan as Johnny Storm is inspired casting. Yeah. Um, I I did not care for the guy that got to play Ben Grimm, because he's not in the movie. Um... I like the actor, but he did not have yeah, a lot I just, to do. Yeah, I just yeah, he didn't have anything to do. Which I, so here's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, I'm watching it, and I'm like, and it's really funny. Oh, so you brought up Chronicle before? So I mm-hmm. looked up Chronicle afterwards. Like I looked up, I'm like, oh, that's right, he's a Chronicle dude. Yeah, it's the same movie. <laughs> a little um, bit. The so that the synopsis for Chronicle is some youngsters get superpowers and then things go wrong. Mm-hmm. The synopsis for the Fantastic for Fantastic is some youngsters get superpowers, and then things go wrong. Um, yeah, they, it's I mean, the same. Yeah, I was like, so, but like, yeah, and they're the same thing. They're both really dark and gritty. Like, I have <laughs> seen Chronicle a long time ago, and I'd like to rewatch it. But you know, it's like they were very much the same. I think in terms of general, Similar, yeah, you can <laughs> like, see why uh, after concept. seeing Chronicle, he was, someone was like, oh yeah, he'd be good Fantastic Four. Yeah. So I just thought all the actors came off as quite monotone um, a lot mm-hmm. of the time. I really liked uh, the dad, like uh, Dr. Storm. Um, yeah. I liked him just because he had an incredible voice and all his line delivery was just like, 
was just so powerful <laughs> and cool. I'm like, yeah, this guy's got a great voice. He has a very good presence. But, like, um, yeah, I think the cast are all really good actors. But, yeah, just everyone kind of just felt flat and, like, they didn't want to be there. Um, yeah, they probably didn't. Yeah. Um, and so I, but I, it's, like, the first sort of part of the film, I'm like, this isn't terrible. Like, I was sitting there waiting for it to be, like, this terrible film and just the worst yeah. superhero movie ever. And it's really not. But I was like... It's alright. And then it gets, like, the final sort of 40 minutes and everything just goes to shit. Um, Isn't it weird? I had the exact same... Up until they get superpowers. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this is just a bunch of people who are... They've got moments of, like, being charming. Yeah. They're, like, likeable... It was just like... I'm like, oh, it's just a sort of generic superhero movie. Hmm. Okay. Um, It came out in 2015. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, yeah, the movie just gets terrible after they get superpowers. They, they all for some reason become end up working for the government except for Reed Richards, which I hated. I was like, this is the most sort of mid like twenty tens, like you know twenty fifteen type thing where, <laughs> where our superheroes are taken by the government, and then they have to work for them. <clears throat> and I'm like, none of these people in this facility have superpowers. You could all escape if you really <laughs> wanted to. Just leave. You've got You're a, a man giant rock who is on fire, <laughs> <laughs> and he flies. There is nothing holding him there. She can go invisible. And, and yeah, you've got a man who is a giant rock. He cannot be killed. Um, I, I saw a video, so just coincidentally, a Fantastic Four like short came up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, the, the, the I was going to say the rock. The thing is basically <laughs> immortal because he's made of rock. And I'm like, just leave. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just get out. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is, get the fuck I was out. like, what is what is going on? So then, that's like a drag. The thing mm. has like no real story because a lot of his stuff is just him sitting in a room watching videos of him being cool. Um, so that was uh, another thing. Apparently, there's yeah. a huge thing, a huge the thing uh, fight scene. You right. get to see that fight that was cut from uh, the film. Great. They they cut the. One of the only, I think, one of the two action sequences in the film. Because it's just the end, isn't it? Yeah, so the movie just ends. Like, so, at some point, so, like, in this version, they're all, you know, like, college students or whatever, or, Mm -hmm. like, I couldn't tell if he was... I couldn't tell if he had finished... If he had finished high school. science fair. At a primary school science fair, he's showing off a... Well, no, it was, like... No, it was at, like, the high school science fair he showed off his teleporter. But it was, like, all kids around him. I think it was poorly... Yeah. So he was, was showing yeah, not his... not very well thought through. Showing um, his teleporter to Homer Simpson. <clears throat> Is that him? Yeah, that's Dan Castanella, or however you pronounce oh, it. Yeah, it was Homer Simpson cool. was the teacher. That's cool. Yeah, because yeah. it's like he... He's showing off his teleporter that he's developed, and this is an incredible feat of technology, mm. even if it doesn't work properly, <laughs> which it did. It really did. They're like, you're stupid, I don't want a magic trick, I want science, you stupid kid. It's like... So dumb. I'm like, there are people with fake volcano, like with carbon, carbon you know, carbide soda mm. volcanoes, and, and you're having a go at this dude for teleporting something. Well, once again, he is a grown man who broke into a primary school fair. So look, that's fair to, yeah, that's to be honest. Point. And I'm like, it was really strange. But you know, then Dr. Storm and Sue Storm, they come along and they, they're like, 
We've been doing the same thing, eh? Um, Come on, help us, Mr. Richards. I thought it was really funny that, like like I said before, like Ben Grimm is just a friend. Like, he's not he's a scientist. A he's just his friend who, who lives in a, in a junkyard um, with his family. Um, I, really this dark has been, origin for its clubber in time. Yeah, this I think it's been talked to death on like oh. other things, but we'll we'll mention it. Just so a he touch gets on it. he gets bullied by his older brother, and his like his older it's brother goes. Out of him. It's called it's clubber in time. They come along, and start slapping him and kicking him, and then then when he becomes a superhero, his catchphrase is "It's clobber in time." I hate that. It's <laughs> hate so it weird so and awful. What I'm like, what is weird. this? <laughs> no. Yeah. So um. Yeah. So the movie just kind of ends because like Victor Von Doom gets left in the other dimension because they go to another dimension, and it's this the awful hellscape. Explodes. Yeah. So they plant a flag, which sort of sends off a bunch of cracks, and then they drop something, and it... he puts his hand in alien goo. Never and do I'm that. Like, don't do that. Aren't you a scientist? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. They were drunk, though. I really liked drunk. that element of, like, they developed all the technology and the government yeah. was like, no, we're going to send astronauts. And they got really drunk and they were like, we want to be the first in another dimension. We so they just go because they're and dumb. they do it. And then they fuck everything up. Oh, like, don't they Reed just... Richards, world's dumbest guy. World's dumbest <laughs> smart guy. Yeah, so uh, Von Doom dies and then he's alive at the end and he's the villain for 30 minutes and his motivations make total sense and he shouldn't be a villain mm. he's just let him go home it's really weird anyways that's all i have to say on fent Forstick. i didn't like it but it was all right for a little bit um no fair so what are we doing today jack well what we are doing what we are gonna do well actually just before i do yeah have you heard of the original fantastic four film the first no. fantastic four film Yes, I think, but tell me. It is. Oh, God, it was like the late 90s, I think? Yeah. Where a certain company, I think it was, it may have been Canon, oh, gosh, I don't know. But a certain company had the uh, rights to the Fantastic Four and realised it was ending. So (coughs) in a few weeks, they had to quickly make up a film that, while it was never released, did allow them to keep the rights, I believe. Ah, okay. With some of the worst costuming... Terrible effects, like the Human Torch is kind of like Roger Rabbited in, where he's just a oh, cartoon, yeah. they just draw Ooh. fire on him. Yeah, I don't like that. It's really awful, it's really short, it's, I believe it's all on YouTube, or it's not on YouTube anymore, it's on Daily Motion. That's good. I recommend giving it, I, I watched clips and bits here and there, it's so yeah. funny. It's well, so I bad. watched like, I watched that awful Wonder Woman TV show pilot, so I'm oh, sure I Oh no, why'd you do this. that? I was like, just did it for fun. I was talking to someone and we were like, <laughs> let's watch this. This will be funny. Um, it was bad, huh? It's real bad. Yeah, just God. awful from start to finish. Um, <laughs> yeah, we, what we are doing today. I feel like we neglected to mention uh, mm. Stan Lee and Jack Kirby created the Fantastic oh, Four. Oh, yeah, they did. Their first appearance was Fantastic Four number one in 1961. Uh, they live in the Baxter building. We talked about who they are, you know. Oh, yeah. that was the other dumb thing at the end of Fant Forstick. Mm. They don't live in the Baxter building. Yeah, just it's at like some facility in the middle of nowhere. Another black site where they could all be murdered if the government wished so. But that facility, <laughs> what is it, Dustin? I can't remember. Honestly, I can't remember. It's fantastic. Oh, that's right. Say that yeah. again. 
It's fantastic. Guys, I, I think it. I've got my new Where name. Cut to credits. We're the... Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst way to end a film. I love it. It was so funny. I was, uh, yeah. I was oh. just like... Very pro- oh, and the action sequence at the end is terrible. They're all just kind of standing around. Big blue light in the sky. It's good. It's a big sky beam. It's good stuff. <laughs> but today what we will be doing is we both have some ideas of how the Fantastic Four could be introduced in the MCU after spoilers for Multiverse of Madness, but let's be honest, we've all seen it by now. You already kind of spoiled it before. (laughs) I did. John Krasinski, as Mr. Fantastic, makes his debut. From all accounts, he'll be continuing in the role, but who knows at this point? Has that been 100% confirmed? Uh, That's not been 100% confirmed at all, I don't think. think Assumedly it is, You would assume so, right? Like... Unless they have, like, plans to do something else. Well, they just lost the director, so... Yeah, they, well, it's something we talked about last yeah, week, Yeah, John think. Krasinski, um, just let him do it. He did. Yeah, let him direct it, and it'll be yeah. awesome. I but like both The Quiet Place films, so... Do you have... Because this is my favourite part. We've spoken a little bit about casting. Do you have any fan casts for your ideal? I feel like that would be a fun thing to go through first. Oh, look, I really don't. You um, don't? That's I've got some written down. Good, okay. Judge my opinions. We, yeah, because like, we talked about this at the start, like mm. before we started recording. Um, when you pitch this idea to me, you're like, oh, I've got a really big thing, it'll be a like, nice long episode. And I'm just like, instantly I'm like, i got an idea. I want you to share your idea for your pitch. Yeah. And then I've got a fun sort of... Perfect. How about this? A counter. <laughs> and I have a little bit of an idea of where I want to see things go. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, I haven't... You know, I just, I, I've done my research, so to speak. I watched some Fantastic Four properties, and now I'm like... Beautiful. No, it's I good. I have this idea, based on what I've seen, as to, and, you know, the John Krasinski stuff, and the MCU in general, like, where I'd like to see things go. But um, I don't have, like, a fleshed-out plan. Um, yeah, that's fine. So you want me to go I first? would just say... Well, yeah, but in terms of casting, probably, like, John Krasinski... You Emily may Blunt. as well get Emily Blunt would be awesome. Um, she was almost Black Widow, which is pretty cool. Oh, was um, she? She would have been good. Yeah. I mean, she was, like, a... What is she bad in? Early choice. She's just Nothing. really excellent. Yeah, I did, used to not like her, but then I actually started watching films um, that she was in. Um, <laughs> Like, because I'd seen her in one thing, I was like, eh, whatever. But then, like, yeah, I started watching some uh, some films. Like, she was great in Edge of Tomorrow. She's great in the Quiet Place films. Edge um, of Tomorrow is such an underrated film. It really is. It's, it's shockingly fun. good. Yeah. Anyways, you have an idea. I'm I do. I'm really, really interested to hear. Okay, well... So I can rip it to pieces. <laughs> how dare you? I'm going to start off with, obviously, Mr. Fantastic, John Krasinski, Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had some trouble with Human Torch and the Thing. I had some trouble trying to cast them, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna skip. Chris Evans has just uh, skipped out of oh, his role. Oh, well, so he's available. <laughs> well, I I had Doctor Doom pretty quickly. Yeah, because I think like the obvious one has already been taken. Unfortunately, Mads Mikkelsen has already been in and in the MCU. Yeah. So I thought Michael Shannon. Oh yeah, because <clears throat> Michael Shannon. I mean, Michael Shannon. That'd be cool. That'd be really, really cool. Michael Shannon's just so Would good. he come back to a superhero film, I wonder? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like, look, there was no tr- problem with the filming of Man of Steel, was there? Oh, I don't think so. He might. He, he is, like, he's genuinely well-received in that movie. Yeah. So, Over the top of hell, and it's great. Would, are you saying that Doom would be your villain? Uh, well, we'll get there. Okay, we'll get cool. there. Human Torch, I finally, I have, I, I need your help between two. 
Yeah. So so before I'll actually say I think Carl Urban would make an excellent the thing. Oh yeah, that'd be sick. I think I I couldn't my original one was like the big fan casting is John Cena, which would also work physically wise, but I don't know if he has the emotional because the thing needs to be a sad man. Before Peacemaker, I would have agreed with you. I still haven't finished Peacemaker. Does he? But he he's got the I chops. I feel like he. I feel like he had a lot more range in Peacemaker, and he 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 was like than I ever expected from him. Um, right. I could see it, but also Carl Urban. I'm gonna I'm awesome. gonna stick with Carl Urban, but John Cena is a is a secondary choice if we can't get. Yeah. If he's busy with the boys, then we'll take yeah. John Cena. Yeah. The Human Torch. I couldn't decide between Brenton Thwaites, who you may know as uh, Robin slash Nightwing from... Yeah, I like him a lot. ...from uh, Titans. I think he's got that swagger. Uh, uh, ex- sorry, sorry. I think that you mean you may know him from Pirates of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. Tell No Tales. I'm so sorry. You may know him from Pirates of the Caribbean, Tell No Tales, where he plays... Will Turner's son. I don't oh, know does the he? name, but I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know it's, it's a fucking garbage film. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hey, I think I saw the first three, and I I was like, that's good. No more for me. And yeah, I think I no, made the fair. right choice. <laughs> or alternatively, I think Joe Keery, Ooh, who, who is, is in Stranger Things, he's like, he's got the hair. That's all I. I haven't seen Stranger Things. But if you look up Joe Keery, he was in this film called... Oh! What was it called? Spree, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, no. Him for the Human Torch, I love it. Oh, he was in Free Guy, too. I forgot he was in Free Guy. Yeah, he was in Free Guy. Yeah. um, And he was was really, really fun in that movie. Um, Yeah, I think he would be a really good Human Torch. I really, really like that. Yeah, I... He is, like, without a doubt, my favourite thing about Stranger Things. He is the reason I will be watching season four. Okay, cool. Um, Alright, then I'm going to go with him. Yeah, he's just awesome. Like, he has... And in Stranger Things, he's been able to be the dick sort of bully. Mm -hmm. Um, In, like, sort of the first season. And have that swagger and be a douche. And now he's evolved into the hero who's still got that swagger and that douchiness to him. Perfect. Perfect. That's exactly the kind of off, thing. He can pull off a silly costume as well, because he wore um, what's it called? He wears like the ice cream sailor costume, <laughs> and it's really. I've great. seen that picture many times. Whenever I look up him to be like, is that the dude? I think that's like one yeah. of the first pictures that comes up. Oh, it's so good. He's a really good actor. He was in. Did you ever see Spree? No. It's this film about. And, like, it's, like, in their universe, Uber Driver. Yeah. As, like, a fucking horrible... It's so dumb, but it's so good. Like, he's a live stream Twitch streamer. Yeah. Who streams his, uh... His Uber trips. And then decides to murder people. Oh, jeez. And, like, that's how he's gonna become famous. Jesus. It's it's horrible. Like, it's a really excellent parody of... I mean, it look, it's, it's a garbage film, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a garbage... Oh, look, I had fun with it. It's not All a fantastic right, film. Right. He look. is excellent in it. He is so good. Look, I have a, I have a week um, yeah, yeah, of if you free want to time, check it out. so... <laughs> the only thing I'm like definitively watching this week, like, to have to see, is like the Star Wars prequels and Kenobi, so oh, I have yeah. a, a bunch of free time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, look, check it out if you get the time. Yeah, I will. 
So yeah, I'm going to go with that. I think that's a good cast. Yeah. John Krasinski, awesome. Emily Blunt, Joe Keery, Carl Urban, and Michael Shannon. Yeah. I so love it, love it, love it. I have... I just started writing. Yeah. And I kind of have the opening to the film in in full. Okay. And then just dot points. Of okay. like, this is where I think I want the story to go. I'm excited. So, apologies in advance. This is going to be a little bit. That's fine. I'm happy to rest my voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is good. This is your break. <clears throat> Space. The final frontier. The film opens to beautiful stars, nebulas, planets, and silence. Until suddenly, a spark. A small spark in space that suddenly bursts out and explodes into a small nebula not far from Earth. Panic from the streets below. People are filming the explosion as it illuminates the night sky. Through, the cam- through one of the cameras, people are, you know, filming. We see something heading towards Earth, coming from the nebula. Zoom in. It's a spacecraft, with a large number four on the side. Lol. Hurtling down to Earth. Marvel logos. Dun, 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 dun. Boom, 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 boom. Cut to a meeting room. Government officials are all panicking. What the hell was that? How the hell did it get there? A board of directors at fucking NASA or whatever, I don't care, are all trying to figure oh, they, out they, what they, happened. They would be called, it would be S.W.O.R.D. Oh, it would be S.W.O.R.D., wouldn't it? Yeah, if you wanted to use an Indian verse. Do, of course, it is the MCU, let's go S.W.O.R.D. Yeah. They are all trying to figure out what happened before a door opens and everyone in the room suddenly goes <laughs> deathly silent. Right. Apollo 4. Silence. Apollo 4 has fallen out of the sky, and we need to collect it. Now. We need to search for the survivors. The voice is coming from a large man, mysterious man who walks out, and everyone's eyes are just locked on him. A young woman, maybe new to her job, raises her hand slowly. I'm sorry, but if I'm not mistaken, uh, Apollo 4 was an unmanned mission. How could there be survivors? The man turns and glares at her. You were mistaken. Debrief for the mission. The man from the start watches intently from the back of the room as some, you know, classic fucking colonel. All right, man, here we go. We're going to have to get through here. We don't know how it got here. Hell, we don't even know what it... It, yeah, we don't even yeah, know yeah, that yeah, you, you know, your, your army jargon stuff. Your yeah. army general, the regular. Yeah, we don't know how it got here. Hell, we don't even know that it is what it looks like at this point. But assuming that it is, we are looking for five survivors. The Apollo Four program to the public was a cruelest test for the rocket that would eventually reach the moon, Apollo Eleven. However, it had multiple astronauts on board believing they could do research on certain anomalies that were being detected. The crew consists of Reed Richards, the man in charge, his wife, Susan Storm, equally brilliant scientist and analyst on board, the youngest astronaut pilot in the program to date, and brother of Susan, Jonathan Storm, engineer, Benjamin Grimm, and finally, Victor Von Doom. The room begins to chatter quietly at the name Victor Von Doom. Quiet down. Now, we don't know what to expect here, but 
If anyone has done their math, they'll know that this may be a fruitless endeavor. I don't expect there to be any survivors. If they somehow didn't starve to death, then age would have caught up to them since Apollo 4 went missing three days after its launch in 1967. The man from the start. The 60s. I like the different sixties. Oh yeah, you better believe it. <coughs> Joe Keery also fits in that like look. I feel like yeah, Brenton does, Thwaites yeah. doesn't. I didn't want to say that at the beginning, but I feel like Oof. Brenton doesn't have that like old timey look. No, yeah, I agree. He looks too modern. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, the man from the start leaves the room angrily. Cut to the wreckage. It is vast. The ship, while still mostly intact, has caused mass destruction in the surrounding area. Mostly trees, maybe the uh, maybe it's a farmland, something like that. Yeah. Ambulance, fire trucks, police, everyone is here. Civilians are interviewed, taken away, or even volunteering to help. And all of them that can are searching. I found something! A voice from the, from the wreckage. The mysterious man from the beginning, who's been helping the effort, rushes over. That, that's impossible. Lying before him, a bearded man with white temples is slumped over some wreckage. The bottom half of him, like waist down, appears to be stuck under another piece of the ship. They grab his arms and pull slightly to see if they can just pull him free. And he comes really easily with them. Yeah. Before they realise they aren't pulling him free. They're stretching him out. Gross. (laughs) Really horrible. (coughs) Elsewhere... Firefighters are attempting to put out a fire that will not cease. Another rescue team is attempting to drill past a rock formation to get to another part of the wreckage before the rocks begin to move on their own. And another finds a woman, spotless among the wreckage. The mysterious man sees all of this, and once the four people, if you can call them that, are taken away, and everyone begins to pack up, you know, it's been ages... He remains at the wreckage, alone, searching through it until the early hours of the morning. Every inch searched. Nothing. Cut to black. The beeping of machines is the only sound we hear. Reed's eyes open suddenly. He jumps out of bed, but doctors immediately try to force him to lie back down. He screams for his wife. His Ben. His Ben? (laughs) He screams for his wife, (laughs) for Ben, and for Johnny. But they won't let him leave. But he's not screaming for Victor. Oh, no, no, no. Interesting, that. He begins to sob as he tries to push past doctors, but they force him to lie back down, remaining silent. Once Reader's calmed down, he tries to ask one of the doctors if, if, if his family is still alive. But they all quickly leave the room. Reed looks around, confused. They're alive, Reed. Different, but alive. Reed looks up as the mysterious figure emerges from the darkness. Tired, his stubble grown out, hair a mess, he hasn't slept in days. Take me to them, Reed says. Not yet. First, I need answers. Who are you? The man remains silent before asking his own question. What happened up there? How are you still alive? Reed pauses, looks away. I I don't know. We we hit a snag. The the ship wasn't responding. 
and next thing I know, we were falling back down to Earth. I, I tried to initiate landing, but there was no use. I just... I just hope I was able to avoid any major towns. You, you did a good job of it, Reed, the man says. He walks up slowly and punches Reed directly in the face. Oh. Now shut up and tell me where my father is. So that is my opening to the film. Right. That is the <coughs> that is pretty much what I have written down for the most yeah. part. Where Michael Shannon would not play Victor Von Doom, but the son of Victor Von Doom. He plays Vincent Von Doom. Vincent Von Doom. Victor Domachev, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that the main dot points I would have would be Victor wouldn't be, like, the main character. We would still follow the Fantastic Four for most of it. Right. But, like, a big part of it would be Reed not giving the whole truth. Right. Because something happened up there. Like, they they came from the 60s and now suddenly are in... Yeah. God, where's the MCU up to? Like, 2026 or something? It's 2020... I think it is still technically 2023 until they say... Oh, it's okay. 2024, this has I been think. a big year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a big year. But like, yeah, it, it would be a story about family. Yeah, where you've Thanks, got, <laughs> where you've got like Victor Von Doom, Junior. I don't know. Where you've got Junior trying to find out where where his father yeah. went, and this also the story of like a family from the '60s attempting to adjust to the modern day because I feel like the one right. one thing I miss that I feel like we didn't get that much of from Captain America was him adjusting yeah we didn't get that like culture shock yeah and I would love like, to yeah, see yeah we get like get like two scenes of it essentially we get him uh, we, he has a list and yeah. there's a scene in the Avengers like that's about it I want this scene of him watching Star Wars <laughs> yeah <laughs> Being and like, him just being like, Mace Windu what? looks familiar. Yeah, it's he's watching Star Wars, but it's like the train. Yeah, the original like film where everyone got scared that the train was heading towards him, but he's like, the lightsaber's gonna hit me. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Don't stress. That'd be good. Yeah, it would uh, be a story about family. It would be yeah, slowly like Victor Junior discovering that the mission went wrong. They entered. My idea is like they entered a nebula. Yeah. Or like a wormhole and were taken away. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I want Victor to be the good guy or the bad guy. I feel like Victor Von Doom, you could either have him be the cause of it. The cause of them to have to travel, you know, eight, 60 years in the future it is now? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, oh, no, almost. 50, it was 1967, 60. it's 50-something. It's like 50 53. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. So that many years in the future. Or whether or not... Because, like, the other angle you could do is... He sacrificed himself so that the others could get away. I like that, I think, more than him being the villain. Alright, let's do that. Because yeah. then you've got... But you still have his son going mad because to him... Yeah. <clears throat> he was... He would have been ten years old. Yeah. Like, that's the other little... Like, the other thing that, uh... Captain America probably didn't have is he had Peggy, old woman Peggy, but she. I don't think she served as good as, like, oh my god, I knew you when you were ten years old. Yeah. 
and now you're a grown man. Holy yeah. shit. No, I agree. And I think the reason I like Victor maybe being a good guy in this version is it means we don't have yet another movie where he is the villain. Um, no. I mean, look, I'll be honest. This young Victor Von Doom would probably become Victor Von Doom. Yeah. The Doctor Doom that we know. Yeah. But it would be his son, and he would have been... Like, he would have gone mad having lost his father, and then... Yeah. Oh, well, he gave his life for you. You probably killed him. You took yeah. him away. Because that would be the other... In, in the comics, Reed is kind of a prick. Yeah. He's kind of an absolute dick. So, like, maybe it was that they were... I had them as, like, childhood friends, childhood... They were scientists, they joined the program together, they designed it, and maybe... Victor wasn't as good of a father as he could have been to his son because he was always taken away by Reed. Yeah. And Reed, having been taken away into this other dimension, has learnt lessons of, like, I need to be a better husband, I need to be a better... But that was stolen from Victor. Yeah. I like that. And you'd have some fun with uh, Human Torch and... Them all discovering their powers eventually. I don't know what the villain would be. Because, like, I feel like I want Junior to be the villain for the next film. Yeah. So I don't know who they'd fight. And oh, I don't know... Pick a random one. <laughs> the Mole Man. He's going to fight Mole Man. Mole Man was in Fant Stick. Was he? Oh, he was, he's, wasn't he? He's in that movie. I don't know anything about that character. But they never call him Mole Man. And he never does anything mole-related. <laughs> Well, Danny DeVito's Mole Man will also be in the film, and it'll be fantastic. Awesome. But yeah, really, I just had that opening. I yeah. think the ideas of them... It's been said to death, but, like, 1967 brought to the future. I think that works really well. I think it's really, really, really good, because it means that you avoid having to, like, set them up with the rest of the universe around them. Mm. I think it's all, like, really, really good. And you have, like, I, the yeah. idea of the nuclear family. I mean, they, I know they're not the nuclear family, but... yeah. The, uh, that kind of, like, 60s values today, how does that fit? It'd be interesting. Oh, so Reed Richards is just, like, a massive sexist. Oh, yeah, no, he's he's the worst. <laughs> yeah. You've got... I, I love the idea of a scene with Human Torch, where he comes out looking like a rockabilly, yeah. thinking, I'm gonna be the coolest dude, and yeah. everyone laughing at him. Yeah, that'd be good. On his old 60s motorcycle, you got Ben Grimm. Ben Grimm would have your uh, your heartbreaking scene of being a rock monster and approaching an old woman who was his wife. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, but she just sees him as a monster. Yeah. Awful. Heartbreaking. And then, he's, then he just says something like super sexist, like, ugh, whatever. Uh, women, because am I right? it's from the 60s. It's like, ugh, yeah, yeah, women, yeah, they're all right? from the yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah. We're going to yeah, try so to avoid all, it as much awful. as we can. <laughs> um, they're all awful. No, I like it a lot. It's really, 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 really cool. It would probably take a slightly darker tone, only yeah. because they would grow into <coughs> that family. Right. Not fantastic level dark. Well, that movie was both visually dark and just, like, This would have depressing. cut. Yeah, that's good. I think I don't want flashbacks, though. Okay. I know there would be, but I would never want... Like, everything... I, would, I much prefer if something's implied. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. That's my main pitch, is like no, I this... I like it. I feel like that's the that's the jumping off point for more... That's good. ...more adventures. Because I have, like, notes. This is what I've done. Oh, okay, cool. Rather than, like, 
have a full, fully structured film idea, mm-hmm. and I could blame COVID delirium, or I could just say I didn't. I don't know enough about the Fantastic Four. Um, <laughs> Bokelo so, Nostos. Yeah, so I was like, when you said I've got a really like fleshed out idea, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to do like the sort of the opposite, yeah, and yeah. that way, a we don't go on for hours, and also we uh, get to have like a little bit of an interesting conversation. Yeah, so, let's go. Basically, I said this. I'd love to see a film that both captures the wonder and, ex- and spectacle of exploring other dimensions and planets, but also deals with the body horror that would come with getting superpowers. Well, hey. So, have I got a I film would... for you? It's mine. Yeah. So, I really love the idea of the 60s setting, so I'd probably just go with that. Mm-hmm. But, I would have the film be about them exploring and being... Because, like, you know, a lot of people always say, well, the Fantastic Four are, like, explorers and scientists, and that's what their film should focus on. Yeah. Um... So I'm like, yeah, that'd be sick. So having a film that's all about them exploring and they go to other planets and they go to other dimensions without superpowers yet for like a majority of the story could be really, really, really cool. And it's about them just sort of doing their thing and then they have their accident and then they get powers. And what I really liked in Fantastic Four 2015 Mm. um, was the body horror thing when they got their powers. Like there's this great scene with Reed. So Where he's pulling himself out of a wreckage, and then he realizes he's just stretching. It's like, Ugh. and I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I forgot that was in that film because I totally yeah. just stole that. Then, whoopsie. Uh, true. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I think it's awesome. So I would love like the body horror to be a big focus. I also thought that the stretching looked pretty good in that film uh, for the most part, except when he face molds. Yeah, that's that bad. wasn't good. That was that was scary. Um, <laughs> that, was, that was that was bad. Yeah, so I'm like, no excuse for why they can't do stretching now. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, well, so uh, I was just like... Uh, there is one excuse, uh, because because the Fantastic Four's coming. That's one excuse as to why you couldn't do that's, stretching that's pretty, that's for, uh, for another certain character. Another character who stretches. Yeah, so I was yeah. just like, something that focuses on that wonder would be really cool. And then you can have some really interesting tonal shifts in the movie where it's like, Wow, this is amazing! Like, because I really hated in Fantastic when they went to the other dimension. It was just a hellscape. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, they're scientists, and they should be like learning, and it should be amazing. It should be this great spectacle. Like, they should go to another planet, and it's like, wow, this is incredible. And then, like, maybe the dangers present themselves. And mm-hmm. I think yeah, that would be really cool. It means you're gonna have a lot of color in the story. Always good. Um, and then yeah, you can do the time travel thing, and they end up back in the present day. And they've got superpowers, and you kind of so it'd be kind of like the precursor to your film, essentially. Yeah, I like that. Oh, but look, then, maybe, maybe there will be flashbacks in that. We'll have a flashback of your entire film. Yeah. So then I wrote a what not to do list. Um, oh, how many did I break? Can, no, you haven't broken any of them. This is just like my thoughts after watching three different Fantastic Four things. Um, so I said, don't make the Fantastic Four government agents. Like, don't do that. No, it's really bad. bad. It's really, really bad. And then I said, don't cut Ben Grimm out of the film for most of the runtime. Don't do that. It's bad. bad. He's one Make of the best characters, if character. not the yeah. best. Don't introduce the villain and then kill him off in the same 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> so, oh yeah, so I thought that Namor would be a fun villain, uh, only because he's the only one, other one oh, that yeah. I know. And it would just be fun to see a villain who's not Doctor Doom. So, like, do Namor, because uh, <laughs> he's getting introduced in Black Panther, I think, like, maybe. He's rocking so, up. So... Yeah, so to have him be, like, an antagonist for them to face when they get back to the modern day could be really, really cool. Um, I said no blue sky beams or sky beams of any colour for that matter. 
Oh, Stop I it. forgot. That's the thing that that's the thing that brings it back. Is actually a blue sky beam. It's not an nebula in the sky. They come out of the Damn. blue sky beam. So then I said, don't make Galactus cloud if you do Galactus. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a general thing for the MCU. But this is the one that I want to harp on a bit. Um, so mm-hmm. I said, don't make Sue Storm naked every five minutes. Yeah. Because, oh boy, yeah. I said at the start that those movies were not kind to Jessica Alba. And it's like every other opportunity they have, she's naked and she has to be invisible and take off her clothes. And I'm like... So awkward. That's really weird. And they do it in the second one as well. But do in they? the second one, they switch powers. Yeah, so they all switch powers oh, at one do. point. So I think Johnny Storm ends up naked in the street. Hmm. But yeah, I'm just like, that's really, really just gross and weird. I didn't care for it, and it wasn't funny, and then they kept doing it. It's like the whole, ah, oh, you make a joke and it's not funny, nobody laughs, then you'd say it again louder and still nobody laughs. Um, <laughs> so bad. Just don't. Yeah. Don't. So they kept doing it, I'm just like, what the hell? Um, She's a really good actor. I-, I saw her in Sin City. Morgan and I watched Sin City yeah, yeah. the other day. Great What'd film. What do you think? Great film, yeah. Uh, it has aged poorly in parts, but... Yeah. So good. Yeah, so I'm just like, I would, that, that's like sort of my what not to do. Um, you know, don't make it like overtly CGI heavy so then the super superpowers suffer. So like when you go to these other dimensions or other planets, film on location and everything so that mm-hmm. then you can, you know, film on location and then make it look otherworldly. Like Star Wars filmed in Iceland, which looks otherworldly. Mm. Um, with its, like, black sand and beaches and everything. And I'm like, yeah, do stuff like that where it looks like you're in an alien world. Don't just film it on a green screen, you know? It's like, make me feel like I'm actually there and feeling the same wonder that the Fantastic Four are feeling because they're scientists. They should be enjoying this. Like, Always this is use a the, cool thing. The what? The, the, the big room. The, the volume. The Batman. The, yeah, the volume. The yeah. volume. The volume. From The Mandalorian, yeah. Then Batman used it to amazing effect. Um... Incredible. I did not know that. So the Batman, a lot of its scenes, when they're on rooftops, it's a digital background. I was completely fooled. I thought it was there in a real city. Um, so good. So yeah, you do stuff like that. Like, make the environments look real. Make it all, like, really, mm-hmm. really good. And, like, I only keep saying wonder, like, wonderful <clears throat> and spectacular and be like, wow. And then you can weave in all the sort of family drama stuff as well. So, like, you can have Reed Richards be a dick and you can have like them having to deal with that and you can have Johnny Storm's kind <laughs> yeah. of like you know big personality I think that that would be really really interesting on the backdrop of uh, exploration and um, it's like we're supposed to be here enjoying this but then we're also a family and families have issues I think that that could be really 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 cool and then you come back to right. the modern day and you have a bunch of goofy shit and they fight name on the Submariner <laughs> and uh, end of the movie and it's awesome I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm so here for it. Yeah, I think it'd that, be cool. It should be. There's so much oh, you can and... do with it. Yeah. Oh, and, and? For... I was gonna say, and for God's sakes, put them in their classic costumes. Just, just, just put them in in the blue tights, blue tights, boots, and a and a fort logo. It's not hard. It's <laughs> really not. Like that is one suit that can look good. The yeah. John Krasinski one is. It's not perfect. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think there's too many patches. <laughs> yeah. Just make just, it a solid... <clears throat> have that, but make all the colours solid. Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah. It's just... it's I'm, The thing I hate is it's the Spider-Man costume. Um, mm, it's just got weird lines the, all yeah. over it. It's the same, like, 
like it's the same blocking as well like color wise as mm. the spider-man costume and i was really annoyed at that um but even then like the fact like the costumes from fantastic four 2005 also you can see where they got where they borrowed ideas from it to make tom holland's spider-man costume um because they have like lots of lines on as well but like you know like paneling and everything but Are i thought bad? it looked a lot better no i don't think that they're bad i quite like them um I'm looking at it because I don't remember it. I liked that they seemed very, they were a little bit more form-fitting. What I, what I didn't like, again, in terms of treating Jessica Alba pretty badly... That it's just got cleavage. Does it have cleavage? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, one scene where they're, like... Like, so she walks in and she's, like, it's, like, wearing a second skin. And she's just, like, showing all this cleavage and everything. And I'm, like, why? Stop it. Stop it. Get some help. Get some help. Yeah, no, yeah, those suits um, are really good. Yeah, I, I overall like really, really, really like them. But yeah, you know, I would just go even more comic booky. They're just blue mm. with maybe a little bit of black. Put the logo on and uh, our and, and give the thing pants, please and thank you. Oh, thing with pants is always good. Yeah, Did God, not... the Michael Chiklis thing looks great. Like the practical. Yeah. Well, the problem He's I got had pants. In, in the twenty fifteen one, he looks. Like, the, the CGI on the rocks is not bad, but he has, like, a really comic booky looking face, mm. which looks really bad, because it looks, like, it immediately breaks the illusion, like, you shouldn't have gone realistic. Anyways, that's all I have to say. Um, <laughs> no, that's, also, he has no dick, and that's sad. Yeah. Poor dude. Not a, not, not, not a fan of that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, I think we've reached the, uh... But final part of the podcast, Dustin. It's time to bloody spin the wheel of genres. The wheel of genres. If you are not familiar with the wheel of genres, it's a whole big old wheel with a bunch of uh, movie genres on it. And we're going to spin that wheel, and whatever genre it lands on, we have to pitch a Fantastic Four film in that genre. So let's... Whoa, I knocked the mic. Sorry if that was loud. Lol. I'm spinning the wheel. And it is... We've got animation that doesn't really count. It's just that just do what we said, but animated. I'm gonna spin the do, wheel again. <laughs> do the 1994 animated series where they don't explain anything. Ooh. Okay, this could be good. Okay. So we've got a historical. Ooh. A historical film with the Fantastic Four. The 60s is historical, right? Oh, I was gonna <laughs> say, take your time travel concept. Oh, I say shit. your yeah. I say your time travel concept. I mean everyone's I stole time travel concept. Yeah. So take that. They have the accident, gives them powers, and it also transports them back in time to mm. like the Middle Ages or something, or like Perfect. the eighteenth century. You know, they go back a couple of hundred or thousand years and You could get so silly with it, like like the invisible woman is the cause of the Salem witch trials because yeah. she is a witch. Well, exactly. Like, yeah, I was thinking, like, well, they all get burned as witches at the end. Um, oh no, but they, they're like, no, that's such a good bit. Yeah. They get accused of witches, and they're like, we gotta burn you at the stake. And Johnny's like, well, okay, take me if you have to. <laughs> and they burn him at the stake. Yeah. So I think historical comedy. Um, historical comedy. Yeah. You know, like, oh, um, so good. Is it like Ash? Like, uh, Evil Dead 3 or something? I haven't um, seen any of them. 
It's I've only seen the first one. I think in the third, it's at the end of the second one, he gets transported back in time, and then the third one, it's them, it's him fighting like zombies and stuff in the Middle Ages, and there's a dragon. Cute. No, that's great. This is Sam Raimi's horror franchise. You know, starts with mm-hmm. them reading a Necronomicon in a in a in like it's quite horrific and terrifying. Um, oh. so something like that where like they go back in time. There's some shenanigans where it's like, ah, oh, these people are witches, and then you have like so some good. some weird otherworldly threat that they then have to stop. Yeah, and make it quite funny. You know, you could do obviously Starro the Conqueror is a DC villain, but if you did something like that, um, mm-hmm. where it's like a like a, a more like a force of nature type situation rather than like there's a villain. Um, could be I, really, really fun. And it's the just Fantastic like... Four fighting this big villain that's hurtling to Earth. They yeah. realise they can't stop it, or, like, the only way is to l- let it hit in Earth, and that is what kills all the dinosaurs. So, oh, that would Fantastic be really Four funny. kills the dinosaurs. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, so just, like, something, like, ridiculous like that, where it's uh, them doing their thing, but in some weird time period then yeah you can have shenanigans with the the locals of the time um i think it'd be a lot of fun or it's like they go back to ancient egypt and then they're like they end up as the egyptian gods or something that Um, sounds great yeah it's like uh the thing is conshu um (laughs) wait hang on i think that that'd be really really fun already taken it's already taken how did gods even work in Marvel? Who cares? Um, they had that line of, like, there are many afterlifes. I think that was... Yeah. I know it was I'm in ex- reference to Wakanda, but also, like, I'm I feel like that Thor. was their getaway. I'm excited for Thor 4, because uh, Gore the God Butcher is in it, so maybe we'll see some of the other gods getting killed, like, from the other pantheons. That, that would be sense. a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, so I think that that, like, historical... Epic yeah, no, comedy. so with that, that's great. Yeah. That sounds like a lot Where of fun. Where they're just... Yeah, and, like, you have fun uses of their powers. You don't have to have too much else going on, because it's like, if you're fighting, like, people, mm. they're just people. You don't really need to have them doing CGI stuff. But also, I like the idea of some, like, force of nature type threat that's going to kill all these people, and then they're like, well, we have to stop it. And then they get heralded as gods. Like, in that Doctor Who episode, where... Like, the Pompeii one, where... Oh, um, yeah, that was... That's they one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, they, yeah, it's a great episode where they save Peter Capaldi and his family, and then like they're praying to the Doctor and the TARDIS at the end. I think <laughs> that that would be cool. That's that, funny. but the Fantastic Four, because then you can have them like transport forward in time, and then there's like <coughs> there's stuff about them throughout history. The um, Fantastic Four concept is perfect for Doctor Who. Yeah, just make it Doctor Who. Have them yeah, travel yeah, through yeah. time, doing adventures, but it's four people with superpowers. Done. It's a good idea. I like it a lot. Done. Anyways, that's um, perfect. I love it. <laughs> I think yeah, we are done. Um, uh, if they so, want to find you, Dustin, and get COVID off you, where could they? Yeah, if at? you want to come and get get COVID off me, here is my address. Now, um, <laughs> so I am Dustin, aka Dustin, on Twitch. I am also I have an email that is uh, Dustin Caldwell Twitch at gmail dot com. Um, we also have a Twitter that is Adaptapels. Just add Adaptapels. Just add Adaptapels. Um, yeah, contact yeah. both of us. You can contact both of us. What about contacting you? Well, you know oh, the email on. better than I do. I do. Adaptpalspod at gmail.com. Come send one. us an email. Send us your ideal Fantastic Four. I'm going to say fan casting. Send us your fan cast. I love yeah, a good I fan cast. Really, really, really cool. Because it's hard sometimes. 
It's hard coming well, it's up. It's like I didn't even think about it. I was just like, John Krasinski is in the film. <laughs> John Krasinski is in the film. Good job, Dustin. I'm proud. He's he's not Mr. Fantastic. He's just in the film. He's um, in the film. John Krasinski as John Krasinski is good. <laughs> I liked when he uh, made fun of... Oh, sorry, Jaquili, have you heard of the other fan cast? Before I go into my little my little spiel of where you can find me. Oh. Apparently there's a fan cast of uh, hiring Rain Wilson as Doctor Doom. Oh! And if it wasn't for being incredibly distracting, that's not terrible casting. No, yeah, it is good, yeah. It's really, really good, funny. but it would just be too much, I feel. Yeah, and it would be like, would it end up as an office reunion? Um, what if you Reed. just got the office cast? <laughs> Reed, you put my mask in jello again. What I'll about... kill you for this. <laughs> what about if the guy who plays Kevin uh, is the thing? Um... Oh my god, perfect. Okay, we got Pam as Sue. Yeah. Who would Ryan as uh, as Johnny Storm? Perfect. BJ Novak. Especially when he had like the frosted tips. Yeah, <laughs> great stuff. But if you want to find me, you can find me at a forgotten donut on Twitch, Twitch.tv/slash forgotten donut, or at a forgotten donut on Twitter. Come, come, say hi. I'm still playing too much Elden Ring. It's Hell so yeah. good. <laughs> I'm just really glad and surprised you're enjoying it. I am shocked as well. It, it is a game I shouldn't like, but it's very yeah. good. But Anyways. Do you know what else is really good? What? The theme song that's coming. Oh, it's so good I can hear it. Thank you Love everyone for all. listening. Love you all. I'll see you next time. Yes, goodbye.